Our scripture tonight is found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 14. We're going to be looking at verses 22 to 26 as we prepare ourselves for communion. Here in chapter 14, um, Jesus has been there um, spending time with the disciples, and he has gone to celebrate the Passover feast uh, with the disciples um, in the upper room. And so in verse, uh, and it's just in verse 22, he has just mentioned to them about the betrayal that will come. And of course, they have been questioning and worrying about it. But Jesus moves on past that, and we see him institute the Lord's Supper. And uh, a very unique study is to read him the institution of the Lord's Supper in each gospel, because each gospel author gives us a little bit different perspective, tells us a little bit that we might not have heard from the others. But in Mark chapter 14, uh, verse 22, we read this. But while they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body. And then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they, drank, they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. Truly, I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. If we read this passage with fresh eyes, we see things that we may not uh, have noticed or thought about. One of the most interesting things is the fact that it says, while they were eating. We tend to do uh, the Lord's Supper. Most churches, at least in America, tend to do it, the bread and the cup. But there are some that still do observe the Lord's Supper as part of a meal. Uh, The early Christians, uh, the first few centuries, would call this a love feast. And they'd have a grand meal. Uh, And so when we talk about the the table, uh, this piece of furniture right here, sometimes people think it is the altar. It's not the altar. It's the communion table. It's the table of the Lord. It's the table from which we serve communion. And so he was already having a meal. And like we've said, it was the Passover meal in that situation. And the Bible says while he was eating, he took bread and broke it and blessed it and broke it. Now, have you ever thought about that? How interesting. I've never, you know, I don't know. We all kind of have different things that we do. Like, for instance, me and Denise, we feel like we know the mind of the Lord when it comes to appetizers. You see, we have a rule that we go out to eat, and if we eat our, our cheese dip or our broccoli bites or, you know, whatever, and we, we haven't prayed, we're like, it's okay. Appetizers don't count. It's as long as you pray before the main meal. I mean, that's, that's what we, we feel like the Lord has led us to that, okay? Um, that's what we tell ourselves. But isn't it interesting here that he's, they've already begun eating, 
And I kind of sort of feel like Jesus probably prayed before they began eating. And yet he picks up the bread. And even though I'm sure he's already asked the Lord, the Father, to bless the food, he specifically picks up the bread and he blesses it and then he breaks it and then he shares it. And then he takes that cup and again he blesses it. And then the cup is shared. And it, he did that in such a way to help us understand that although there was a whole big Passover meal, those details were not all included. But he really, really wanted us to know that that cup and that bread were something special and distinct from the rest of the meal. They were something that would be uh, part of the church life from its infancy and However many years till the Lord comes again. It's also interesting, um, the last verse that we read, the one that's still up on the screen, says, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And so uh, many churches will, will have that, especially if they have communion at the end of the service. Uh, but that's kind of an a interesting time to... Uh, many churches will celebrate communion and then have a song at the end. Uh, there's so many different uh, types of traditions of Christianity. And because Jesus simply said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. He did not specifically say, you must do this so often. Different traditions celebrate the Lord's Supper differently. Um, the church where Denise uh, has been serving and leading music, it's a first Christian church. So it's a Christian church there. They have it every single Sunday. That's just part of it. And she said it's like a well-oiled machine. I mean, they can move through it and go through it. And, um, you know, when I was in uh, Baptist life, most of the churches that I pastored had it quarterly. Although I think there was one or two that maybe once a year. I mean, you, you might get it at Easter or something like that, and not very often. And, and here we do it once a month, just about. You know, we may have some exceptions here or there. Um, but it's, it's something uh, special that unites Christians, uh, that I've never met a Christian who doesn't believe in communion. I've never met a Christian who, maybe there's one out there who's got some messed up bad theology, but 99.99% of us understand that however often we may serve this meal, it is very important that we do serve it, that we participate in it. And Jesus set that standard up and we follow it. He talked about um, also... The fact that there's going to be a day that he would celebrate it again. And it reminds us, just as all of the different passages about the Lord's Supper, that there is a future aspect to it. While we're looking back to what Christ did on Calvary, we're also looking forward to day in which we will see him and we will celebrate with him once again. So tonight, as we prepare ourselves, I simply want us to be reminded that um, Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper very, very intentionally. It was not accidental. Many of the greatest stories 
that we know uh, about from the Gospels are only recorded in one Gospel. Or sometimes we get them recorded in two or three. But all four Gospels uh, record this special night and this meal that Jesus had with his disciples. And he put his blessing upon it very distinctly, very intentionally, so we would understand that this is part and parcel of church life that we partake and we commune together. As you um, and I, as we prepare to take communion, I'm going to ask if you'd bow your heads for just a moment as the piano plays and spend some time with the Lord preparing yourself um, for communion.